This week on Erotic Awakening, tips to finding a poly partner, going too far down the sex rabbit hole, and an end to advertising on the podcast. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well as simply fun kink. You'll find shows on these topics and all things Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. The Erotic Awakening Podcast and Dan and Dawn are directly supported by you, our friends and listeners. Head over to the Erotic Awakening website and click on the Support Us on Patreon button to toss us as little as a dollar to keep the podcast going. Or kick in a bit more and get access to the secret Facebook group, free links, free books, and Kickstarter cards, as well as even one-on-one time with Dan and Dawn. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right right now. now. Or stop watching is an option (laughs) as well. As we are sitting here for, I think, the first time, we're actually recording the podcast as a video podcast. Right. And we've done that kind of on Google Hangout before. We've added a little video here and there. But this time we actually have a microphone uh, sorry, a camera staring at us. We always have microphones staring, but we have a camera staring at us right in the face. Right. So that's uh, a little different. It is a little bit different, and we'll see how it goes. What, but it's just something I've wanted to play with, getting video with, along with the, the podcast that mm-hmm. we've been doing, and it may be fun. It may be. So, hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. Did we forget to do <laughs> that part? We forget to do that. Uh, this week on the podcast, we are going to be talking about trips, tick and tricks to finding a poly partner. Ooh, always good stuff. And we are also going to talk about going too far down the sex rabbit hole. And the sex rabbit hole. I'm kind of yes. curious what you mean by that. That's not a new fetish. It's not a we'll new fetish. We'll get into that in okay. just a moment. Uh, but the first thing we want to talk about is we have kind of made this decision after 440 episodes on Something the podcast like that, yeah. that we're not going to... We're going to try to avoid doing any more advertising on the podcast. Recently, we've been... And we are very grateful to have uh, Adam and Eve on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to talk about some of their toys. And, and they actually sent us some toys. And we got to play right. with their toys. And all that's right. fine. But we got to play with a really neat toy. We got to, which one was that? What was <laughs> the that Satisfier. Called? And now that we have video, had, you can show people how it oh, works. Oh, I could, except it's home by the bed. Sure it is. <laughs> so it is. <laughs> and um, we've actually, um, uh, Sheba here at the space, she's mm-hmm. bought one. I had someone from Australia tell me that they just bought one, and then someone else on Reddit went out and bought one. So go. we should be getting a commission. But I was going to say, I but, hope they're getting using their right, discount code. Right. Oh, I hope they are using the discount code. So, but like we were saying, though, I was getting ready to say, "Ooh, we should get a commission." But no, the whole point is right now is to not have advertisers. Right. And it's a tricky path to get down to whether you take advertising or not. We were very great situations prior with the. Uh, KJ Kane's. KJ Kane's and Kitten, Smitten Kitten. And the Fudge, the Fudge Guy. The Fudge Guy and the Kink Shop. And we've been very fortunate to find advertisers that aligned with our, our sense of people that we buy toys from. Right. Right. Uh, and what we've decided to do is to go in a new direction, to not do pa- advertising anymore, just do what they call is the Patreon. And right. Patreon is the idea of you can go out to patreon.com slash erotic awakening. Mm-hmm. And you can directly support the podcast. There's like a dollar a month or more than that. Right. Uh, and you get a variety of benefits from that that we've set up. And, and you'll see that we have a variety of goals set up, like mm-hmm. replacing some of this equipment, uh, better video equipment. Maybe that'll be a goal one day. Better decorations. No, I like our decorations. She's, yeah. Say, yes, you made me put... <laughs> I made you cover up her boobies. I saw that, yes. Very, very... Um, 
Weird of you, I guess. Weird of me, I guess. Vanilla. Ooh. So we'll, we might mention this more here and there, but the, the point of it is if you want to support us financially to energetically mm-hmm. express your thanks via dinero, right. uh, head over to patreon.com slash erotic awakening. And you'll see some options there. Right. And we've had people ask us how they can support the podcast. And we've never had anything like this set up before. So um, so this is your chance to give back a little after what we've been doing this, I think, in January, eight years mm-hmm. that we've been doing this. And, and guess um, what? If you don't, we're going to keep podcasting. Oh, anyway. absolutely. So there absolutely. you go. Absolutely. So it's fun. So the first thing we do. It, it is what we do. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, and. Let's face it's it. one of the 20 things that we do. It is one of the 20 <laughs> things that we do. And and although we jones when we don't get a chance to do it, we certainly have other opportunities to fill our... Jonesing? Jonesing opportunities, <laughs> yes. Um, so, Don, I'm going to start off today talking about... So, we, earlier today, we were looking for a topic for the podcast. And we made mention of, as we're looking through all this information, places to look... Whether it's Fet Life or uh, the Reddit, or I went to jump on the Fet. That's usually what mm-hmm. I do. So I hit the groups and see what kind of questions are being asked. And uh, you know, we we say we use this comment. We're going down the rabbit hole. We're looking for one well, thing. Well, you sent up. me to Reddit. Exactly. <laughs> the, 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 Reddit was so different than Fet. Fet's got you know questions blocked out. Reddit's like like old internet. Where I would get on one topic and then, ooh, this is linked to this and that's a link to that. And, right. Ah, ha, ha, okay, but now I need to go look at this. And yeah. And that led <laughs> me to our topic of the day. Uh, so our top, our question of the day, I should say better yet, is you and I, now we got back up a little bit. You and I okay. actually have had sex with each other. Mm-hmm. And we've had <laughs> sex, we've had threesomes uh-huh. and foursomes. Mm-hmm. And from our 69 um, questions that we've been doing lately, and I have to actually look up what They're it's actually called. What is it actually called? The um, 69 things to do before you die bucket list. Something like that. How many of these can you cross off your kinky and, and freaky, freaky bucket, bucket list? list? And we're at the, currently 32 of 35, mm-hmm. right? So the question is, is there a point where you and me having vanilla sex just really isn't worth it anymore? That we've added so much. We've added all the toys. We've added the BDSM. Mm-hmm. We've added threesomes and foursomes and fivesomes and orgies and, and other partners that aren't even each other, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have any fear that we're going to go so far down the sex rabbit hole that normal sex between you and me won't be interesting anymore? That we'll need this video. We'll have to be videoing. <laughs> but I like that Just keep idea. that for later, though. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Um are you ever, do you ever find yourself concerned that you and me, just you and me with no toys and no BDSM and just plain old me on top is just not going to do it anymore? Oh, do I get concerned with that? No, I haven't actually thought of that. But I really. think you were concerned about that in the beginning. You used to say oh, people absolutely. that... Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That people get so wrapped up in the kink that they forget about just the connection of regular sex. So, uh, but not so much anymore. You know, after 18 years, that fear hasn't panned out. So, I mean, we still have vanilla sex. I, I still like my freaking. Wait a minute. Shit, do we have any? Do we? When was the last time we had vanilla sex? We don't have vanilla sex. The last time we had vanilla sex, it was vanilla. There was no throat grabbing or hair pulling or, hair pulling. or nothing. <laughs> it was, yeah. I but guess it's still good. I agree that it is still good. <laughs> and I guess vanilla is kind of a. State of mind as well, in a way. Maybe. But I guess we don't... Because I'm a freaky freak, but 
I mean, I still like that connection with you. I don't need the kinky sex to have that connection with you. Mm-hmm. So, and I think, um, I think that's what I was afraid of, you know, because I don't do a lot of vanilla sex. It is very rare for me to do vanilla sex, mm-hmm. but that connection is still there. Yeah. So what about you? Did you ever get afraid to, we'd lose that connection with vanilla sex? Well, I don't know about afraid that we would lose our connection. So I ended up dating a vanilla girl. We call her Vanilla Twist, but um, I don't necessarily... I, Karen, if you're watching this now, <laughs> welcome to being on the podcast. Uh, Karen and I, when we do have... The sexual relations are much more what you would classify vanilla, and it doesn't say that it's boring or dull or that no, there's anything wrong with vanilla. No, and I don't mean vanilla in a bad way either. Some right, people right. think we do, and no, it's just a way of having a word. Yeah, it, nothing's meant by it. It's not. It's saying that you are having sex that does not involve spanking or choking kinky stuff, or or, yeah. or any of the kinky right. stuff, right? Or m- multiple people, any of that kind of stuff, right? Um, and I wouldn't. So I've been able to maintain our relationship and being and having other relationships that are kinky and freaky, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really impact my desire for vanilla sex one way or the other because I think maybe it did at first. Yeah. I think at first when we first discovered kink, everything was kinky, and we wanted to involve kink in it. Oh, yeah. And I still think we do a lot more kink than we do non-kink, but mm-hmm. I think that's just, just our taste, just mm-hmm. what we prefer. Yeah. So, and, and it is absolutely what I prefer, and it actually feels uh, kinky when we do vanilla, because it's out of the norm. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say to somebody who says, you know, we're, we're a happily married couple, and he wants to start swinging. He's decided he's going to start swinging, right? right? Um, okay. But I'm a little worried that that's going to lead him to being less interested in me. What would you recommend to the, that person? What would I recommend to that person? Um, Probably just to keep in mind, see, I like the whole and not or, you Mm. know, I like to keep in mind and to remind people that just because someone wants to try something else doesn't mean it's an or. It doesn't mean that they are going to get rid of what they had because they need this or that. It's an and. They can have this and that. And it's just a different experience for them. So, you know, for me and you, I know it's very much about... uh, looking at the world and experiencing life through other people's eyes and mm-hmm. other people's experiences. And so that makes it an and, right. right? So you have no interest. You're not going out to date somebody else because you're trying to get rid of me. Mm-hmm. It's just so that you can experience something else. Something else. Mm-hmm. I, I love that idea that the and versus mm-hmm. or, right? That That's a wonderful way to look at it. And for us, sexuality, I, I, that's a great way to look at it. You know, vanilla sex hasn't been replaced. We right. have... Kinky sex and vanilla sex right. and multiple partner sex and, and. other partner sex. <laughs> and. So there's just a lot of aim to it. Right. Sometimes I prefer one thing to the other, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Sometimes mm-hmm. I prefer a big fat cheeseburger than a steak. Yeah, or vice versa. Or vice versa. So, And that's just the way it works. Well, there you go. So... Well, I, think I was wondering where you were going with rabbits and holes. And <laughs> so, I bet you're glad that I went there. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, Dawn... I don't know about you, but if you have any questions about where that was going, and this is the worst segue ever, <laughs> you could tell us your questions about where that's going via the comment form on the webpage at eroticawakening.com. There you'll find a variety of ways to contact us, as well as where we'll be presenting past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, mm-hmm. and other stuff. Ooh, the newsletter. I have to get that out soon. You do. 
But BTL's coming up. It'll have to wait. It will have to wait. <laughs> you can also follow us on The Fet Life if you are over there. We are the owners of that group, that Fet group called Erotic Awakening. So, boom. Boom. That's how you get up with us. We're okay. easy to find. So what's next? Do you want to talk about our little bucket list? Yes, let's talk about the bucket list. I like, right. I like questions I do like want that. to, though, before we hit the bucket list, let's talk about those new subscribers to the newsletter because they're local. At least one of them's local. At least one of them is, and I know who this is. I do, so, too. Yeah, so this is um, Casey from Columbus. Casey from Columbus and Victoria from Indiana, Indiana. who, who I do may, not know. Well, as far as we know, we don't know, but we're not sure. So let me jump over to the... How many of these can you cross off your kinky and freaky bucket list? So we have this fantastic list. And if watch the listeners. <laughs> I only printed out a few of them, though, so that it wouldn't go overboard, because I like to have a lot of questions Oh, good, asked. good. <laughs> uh, certainly, our, our current score is 32 and a half for 35, True. with a total of 69 questions. We are currently on question number 41. So, Dawn, ready? Yes. Have you ever had a situation where you blindfolded your partner and teased them with a feather? Have I blindfolded you? Any partner. Or, oh, any partner and tease them with a feather. I want to say no, but why is there something in my brain? Big red feather. Big red feather. Yeah, we have absolutely done the blindfold okay. feather thing. And while well, I was thinking with um, the same girl that blindfolded you while she played with me. Do you remember that in the townhouse? I was thinking, actually, that it was the blonde hair of the first ever couple we played with. Ooh, it could have been her, too. Yeah, I think that's Or it the could first... have been A, because we oh, were teaching Oh, I feel like a. it was A as well. Yeah. So... We should get extra credit on this one. We should get we extra credit. We did this one right, a lot. We got and that one. didn't mention anybody's names. <laughs> Good job there. <laughs> Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all of our podcasts. And reminding us to place pussy before principles. Is that right? I don't think, I don't think so. so. Wrong group, wrong yes. saying. Uh, not even any saying for any group whatsoever. Uh, so there's a point. Number 42, pick up on a someone else while your partner watches. Pick up on someone else. I'm just else. reading what they wrote, buddy. Pick up on someone else. Pick up else. on someone else. While Does that mean like... Uh, I um, guess it means pick flirt, up someone flirt while your partner or, watches. I take it to mean, yeah, yeah. I think we've both done that <laughs> well, many yeah, times. Absolutely. <laughs> Queen Club, not Queen Club. Go talk to that yes, person. Go talk yes. to that person. <laughs> uh, go experience life. Uh, this one is kind of a two-parter. Okay. Which we're going to get an easy one on. Allow someone to fully explore their fetish with you. <sighs> yeah. Matter of fact, that's a kink. Yeah. I love to have someone fully explore their fetish with me. And, and part two of that one is no matter what it is. Well, well, there's an interesting bit. Yeah, because I do have some, okay, so that can be taken a couple of different ways. As in, I do have some limits and there's some things that I won't mm-hmm. explore. Sure. But I haven't had anybody ask me to explore those things that would be on my limits either. So I can't say that I've said no to anybody because no one's asked. But if you remember, I did push my limits, push my boundaries mm-hmm. with a sacred touch episode where oh, someone yeah, 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 wanted yeah. to explore oh, their fetish. Yeah. And that was touching the boundaries on one of my limits. But I actually I actually did it with no yeah. harm to either of us. And, and I'm going to give you credit for no matter what it is, because that was a, you know, it wasn't just my fetish is to 
uh, get a blowjob from someone. Or right. No, this one was cross-dressing. This one was hot, pretty deep. Yeah, that one was kind of a deep this one. This one was a deep one. It and wasn't necessarily skirting any of your hard, or it wasn't hitting any of your hard limits, but it was a neighbor. It was a neighbor. Limits. It was it was coming up on some boundaries. So mm -hmm. I really had to, to look at it and figure out why that was a boundary of mine and would it do any harm. And, you know, and it, it was, um, yeah, yeah. I And I'm actually glad that I went through with that. So yeah. that was kind of cool. Yeah, I, I'm going to give you credit on both those. I'm going to give me credit. Allow someone to fully explore their fetish with you. I can't say... Uh-oh. You have a you No, have no, a no. Caveat? I want to hear what you say. You can't say that you've done that? Is that I, what you No, I can't say? say that I haven't done that. To say okay. to somebody say my fetish is the Cuz you even had someone have a fetish of cannibalism. Remember? Mhm. Mm and you figured out a way to do that so that it wasn't really eating flesh. Oh, rock on. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it was yeah, something yeah, else yeah. that kind of mimicked it sure. or something like that. So, and that was a that was an odd one, right? You don't come across that too too often, but there was a way to mimic it. Now, here's the so. one where I, I kind of, I almost stumbled on this one. And I wish I had the big black dildo thing, prostate Oh, it's in my thing. office. I'm sorry. So I could actually, <laughs> now that we have video, I'm glad that you, you don't want to see it video watchers. Trust it's, me. It's huge. Um... <laughs> Well, I, some people might. <laughs> and I and I refer to so I reflect that Cat would love to do prostate stuff with me. She right. thinks it'd be she would that I would enjoy it a lot. Mm -hmm. And I've always you know I don't think that's my thing. Right. And I'm looking at this going uh oh wait a minute maybe I don't get credit for this wait a minute. Her fetish is not to do prostate stuff with me. It's something she wants to do to help because she thinks it'd be of value to me. Mm -hmm. So but that's not. I don't know that I've ever had anybody say my fetish. I have this fetish fantasy that I want to do this thing with you. Right. And for me to say, nah, I'm not gonna. You know. You thought of one. I thought of one. Uh oh. Um, to be a uh, man of the cloth. Oh god damn it! Yep. Right. Dun 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 dun. Sorry. Nope, that's legit. We had someone want me to dress up as a priest and fuck him. Right. And they thought that would be super hot for him. And that that was a limit for me. Yeah. That was a thing I said, no, I can't do that. And I'm not even a Christian. I don't, what do I care? Right. Right. But it felt improper, unethical, unskillful. Yeah. So, okay. Half and it's on been, that it's one. been many years since, since that. Does it still feel that way? Are you able to separate it enough now or does it still feel disrespectful? I would have to know more of the story. Yeah. If there, if it was part of a ritual healing thing, then maybe. Yeah. But just because you find it hot, nah, it doesn't yeah. work for me. Okay. You know, it is a little dis. It is much like when we have um, military mm -hmm. uniform play, mm -hmm. right? I won't do military uniform play in mili in uniforms I haven't earned or I haven't worn officially. And right. It's not bad. Good. Right. I'm not judging anybody else. Just, but that's mm -hmm. one of the things for me that feels like. Just doesn't feel skillful. Yeah. So it's kind of um, not cosplay for you. Right. It's a little bit different, a little heavier. Right. Cosplay as a pirate, steampunk. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Sure. Yeah. With the I'm, tentacle. I'm yes. The octopus. <laughs> I don't know. Number 45. Dr. Octopus or something? It is Dr. Octopus. Uh, Yay. Spend a night completely dominating your partner. Uh, 
Have I spent a night completely dominating my partner? Is that what now? No. Is that how we're doing these? Is that you would have you, I don't you know. participated in it or? I've been totally dominated, but I've not dominated the partner. I've participated. Yes, I too have participated. Okay, Bing. that counts. <laughs> and finally, and then apparently there's a then part. Uh, Spend the next night being completely dominated by them. We've not flipped. I've not flipped with anybody. Is that what that means? Yes. Okay. So I have. Have you? So, no. So that would mean you have spent the night being completely submissive to somebody. No, to and somebody. I have not. I have mm-hmm. um, been a receiver. Mm-hmm. You know, I have, and, and we think about the the birthday uh, smiling, gift. the smiling woman. Right. Right. I was a receiver. And mm-hmm. she said, "You're going to sit here. You're going to do this. You're going to be all. T- you're going to have be tied up. You're going to wear a blindfold, and I'm going to do these things, right?" Mm-hmm. I didn't I feel that. submissive. I didn't feel like I was being dominated. I felt like right. I was there walking was a, a path with them, right? That they wanted to pat- walk. And I've been a receiver, sacred sexuality, you know, sacred touch, that kind of stuff. With birthday with the the sacred touch, yep. receiving, yeah. But I've never actually been dominated per se, right? Even when I bottomed for uh, Ms. Queen B. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wasn't submissive at all for that. Right. I was trying a new experience. When you bent over so that I could spank you at the spanking party, there was no submission. In Not that. at all. <laughs> all right. That's gonna be uh, 34, 35, 36, 37. So. Wow. Uh, I might. I'll have to check so my calculations. So how are we up to number forty something? But we're only at thirty something and counting. I well, I'll have to check my calculations. This okay. is not a math podcast. <laughs> Uh, but we picked up a one, two, three, four and a half points there out of a potential six. Okay. That's Which a passing one did grade. We... Oh, we did miss a couple of half points. Yes, we missed a half okay. point and we missed a full one. Don, did you know that the Meth is Awesome podcast <laughs> is higher rated than the Erotic no, Awakening podcast? No. It can't be. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. I understand you got some more tentacles. I did. I love my tentacles. So I think Ohio Hedgehog is um, off work this week because he's sending me links. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had our friend, um, I'm going to call them Andy, also sent something. Fair. So um, Andy sent this lovely jewelry. So Mm -hmm. I have a picture of the jewelry here. It's kind of like tentacles that fit between your fingers. So they're kind of like... Like finger rings. Very they, neat. They, yes, so that's kind of neat. And then um, Hedgehog, Ohio Hedgehog, he sent me, what did he send me? So I've lost it. Nope, there it is. Um, oh, one's a gadget mount. So kind of like a mount where you can put your phone on it. Or we've done that before in the airport where we've had a gadget oh, mount. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. put the phone on it and then do the podcast on the phone right. and things like that. Except this one's tentacles with suction cups. Neat. <laughs> so and that, that allows you to like hold your phone up so you can watch a movie right. on it or something when you're okay. Right. Very neat. So, but it's got um, suction cups on it. And then um, another one was a book cover. And then he sent me a link to. For some reason, people have been thinking that I've been saying pentacle tentacles, because <laughs> someone a couple of weeks ago, uh, Ebo, sent me a picture of a pentacle. A tentacle pentacle. So right. it was a pentacle made out of tentacles. And then Ohio Hedgehog, I'm trying really hard not to say their real names, um, sent me a link. There's actually a link to pentacle tentacles. Hmm. Pent- pentacles tentacles. As if it's someone's name. Pentacles. Yeah. Pentacles tentacles. So, and it's got a lot of stuff on there. I feel so. like this should be a musical of some <laughs> sort. Rogers and Hammerstein's. <laughs> 
pentacle tentacles. Yes, but this had an awesome picture of tentacles wrapped around the girl and oh, penetrating. And, very nice. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm. Glad you enjoyed that. <laughs> Uh, maybe you'll find some tentacles on our upcoming travels. In January, we're going to be in Phoenix at we the South Southwest West Leather, Leather Conference. Conference. Yes. And then so. no rest from there. Well, actually, a little bit well, of rest. Well, I'm actually, well, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Southwest, Southwest Leather because we've never been. No. And it's in Phoenix. And this is the Woo Leather event. That's what they so tell us. So we keep tell, having people tell us that we need to go to this event. They have, what is it, the Dance of the... Is it the Dance of the Souls? Mm -hmm. The Dance of the Souls and drumming and just all kinds of stuff. And the woo people that we know, they're going to be there. And it's, it's really going to be a lot of fun. And it's uh, Phoenix in January. So we're taking a couple the, extra days. Which is the right time to go to Phoenix. Right, yes. right. Phoenix in January. So that's going to be awesome. And then it's Atlanta. It's Cleveland. And remember, see, now we get to say, if you're a Patreon supporter, and we want to thank you personally. Let's ha let us buy you dinner as we are running around out there in the, oh, yeah. around the United States. So, so we've only got a few events set up for next year so far. Like I said, Phoenix, Atlanta, and Cleveland. I think that's all we have set up so far. Mm -hmm. But we have our two events. We have our three events. We've got uh, the B BTL Unconference, the PXS, another BTL. Oh, yeah. So we've got our stuff plus everything that goes on here. But um, I'm up for a little more traveling if anybody wants sure. to pull us out. How are you feeling about the whole video thing? I'm okay with it. I forget to look at it because I like looking at you. But um, and I kept myself propped all up here. I've done. So I've been noticing like do this yeah. one and then I want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of neat because I'm used to just looking at you. Sometimes I'm dressed. Sometimes I'm not. Now yes. I have to be dressed. <laughs> not necessarily. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I am curious though if our podcast listeners who have listened for the past 430 episodes say, "Oh, now they're on video on YouTube." They head out to YouTube, take a look. <laughs> they they take say, a look and go. That's what they. That's look what like. they look like. I'm huh. sorry. <laughs> I expected. I don't know what you well, expected. Well, someone was surprised at our age, right? Absolutely. This was last year or something. And I bet you that you're, and I, I will, I, just so you know. Okay. We're going to get, uh, YouTube is a very, so I like to say that if you have a political opinion and you post it on Facebook, right. people will respond by telling you you're an idiot to have that kind of opinion. Right. If you post it on Reddit, People will tell you you're an idiot, but they'll do it in a humorous fashion. So I've seen now that I'm getting more into yes. Reddit. Yes. YouTube, it doesn't really matter what you've posted. You're a fucking stupid piece of shit that I've should die. I've seen that. I've even seen that on some of my motorcycle videos that I watch. Yeah. I'll watch some motorcycle videos, and I'm looking at the comments, and I'm like, well, that didn't need to go there. <laughs> yes. I actually have a... Um, uh, a Chrome extension on my browser that just blocks all YouTube video comments. Comments. Right? Yeah. You can watch it and there's just no comment. And sometimes it actually works on FetLife and Reddit as well. And sometimes I'm like, wait, is this thing broken? Why isn't anybody? Oh, click. Oh, look, there's other responses. <laughs> so I am sure that some of the feedback we're going to get is that we are too ugly for video. We're too, we don't look like sex teachers. Oh, yeah. We look like normal people and right. if you're a youtube our average youtube demographic you don't look like sex teachers you look like our parents oh. <laughs> well we are and guess what your parents are doing too put that picture in your head you little shit anyway so our topic for today don 
What is our topic for today? Oh, so the topic for the day is... We still is, have a topic, don't we? Yes. So today we're going to talk about how it is that you, Beyond the Love is coming up. And right. you might decide suddenly that you are a polyamorous person and mm-hmm. you've decided, I want to give this polyamory a try. Maybe you're doing it with as a couple with your partner mm-hmm. or you're doing it solo. Mm-hmm. How do you meet those poly people to start dating them? So, well, we've been doing this for 18 years. So we've tried a couple of different things mm-hmm. and we've had a... Um, a good share of partners over the years and um, we have found them all in different ways and I'm gonna say what's worked the best for us is to meet people in person right I've had no luck at meeting people online so it may be a dinner here and there but me personally I haven't mm-hmm. had much luck online it, so yeah so I go to things like Polly Columbus yeah, there's the trick right where do you, you mean like at the grocery store no no right so though someone did tell me a story so the hotel that I'm working with right now for beyond the love she did tell me that she went to the grocery store and there was someone walking around with a unicorn horn and unicorn <laughs> ears on and so she had to go ask her why are you wearing this and the girl's like because in the poly world, I'm considered a unicorn. <laughs> so I thought if I wore my costuming to the grocery store, people would know what that would mean and I could find somebody. No one knows what it yeah, means. What grocery store right, is this? Right, no one knows what it means. And um, hell, some people listening to the podcast may not know what a unicorn is. Right. Right? So, and I, what is a unicorn? She's so, the... Normally, it's a bisexual female that has no attachments and is... Uh, interested in a couple. What we used to do. We used to look for a unicorn way back at the beginning. So somebody to share. So, right. So no, not the grocery store. Um, Polly Columbus. So here, huge contingency. Here in Ohio, here in close Ohio. uh, And it's so funny when people do ask, what's the biggest poly cities in the world? Mm -hmm. And people legitimately say Seattle and they say San Francisco. New York. And New York. But fucking Columbus, Ohio. Columbus is big. Every month, we have a gathering of 50 people here at the mm-hmm. space at Poly Columbus. And we have the fastest growing poly event in the nation here in right Columbus, Right here Ohio. in Columbus. Um, tomorrow I'm going to be on a board over at OSU. And this is probably my 10th time doing that. You've probably done about yeah. six or seven. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I'm on number 10 or something like that. And um, So it's it's right there at OSU, you know. So. so you may not be coming to Columbus, Ohio for Poly Columbus. Right. The point being... Meeting people at your whatever your local poly groups are. Right. So, and I know of a lot of cities that have poly groups. Yeah. I mean, around Columbus, I know Indiana's got, uh, just Indianapolis has more than two, right? They've got um, some that meet on, uh, more than <laughs> That's two. That's a very, yeah, very <laughs> poly inside joke. I didn't think of that. Didn't think of that. So, you know, Louisville, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, yeah. all these places have So head out to, and, and, and meetup is the, probably the best spot mm-hmm. to find. Now, you can, FetLife, you may find your local poly groups as well, but meetup oh, seems to be Detroit's more of Detroit's got a big one, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, Chicago. Right, so meetup does. Meetup is usually the, meetup.com is usually the way to, to find them. Now, if you don't, and now your other option, right, you have your, your local support groups. You also mm-hmm. have these big national events. Mm-hmm. Whether you live in San Francisco or Atlanta or, of course, here in Columbus, Ohio or Philadelphia, uh, Denver, right, there's these big national events where you get a couple hundred poly people coming together. Well, there's some in Canada, too. Yeah, that in we're Canada as well, yeah. right? Uh, so that's another option. You head over to one of these events. A lot of those, I don't know, a lot. not everyone there is th- there to hook up with other people. No, not at all. But it's certainly an opportunity to surround yourself with a few hundred poly people. Mm-hmm. So even um, even at Beyond the Love, we have a flirt track, right? So we have different ways you can flirt. Not everybody there is 
you know, They're trying right. to find somebody. So, you know, a lot of people go just to do the classes and the entertainment and just to be themselves as poly people, not necessarily looking to hook up. Right. But um, but it is a great way to um, be comfortable with mm-hmm. yourself around sure. other people. So you've got the national events, you've got the local groups. And then um, you also have, and oddly enough, most of the people I've met that I've started poly relationships with, many of them have been at poly events, but sometimes it's just any alternative kind of event. Right. Right. Something along the lines of whether it's, now, so I want to back up a little bit. Not all poly people are polyamory, poly and. Right. right. Not all poly people, like a lot of poly people we know, don't go to FetLife because they, we're not kinky. Why would we go to FetLife? Right. So not all poly people are poly and kinky or poly and geeky or poly and whatever. Whatever. But a lot of people are. So I've had good luck meeting poly people at kink events. Mm-hmm. Because often not only do kink events have poly tracks, but they are also alternative friendly. So you end up meeting poly people at kink events. Or even if they don't identify as poly, they're open-minded to alternative relationship styles. Right, and um, I've heard uh, things like uh, comic book conventions and cosplay conventions and things like that. Not necessarily a poly convention, right? But it's alternative people that are open. So even if they aren't poly, they may know somebody who is that they could introduce you to. So instead of finding, if you are poly and, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe you're, instead of finding a poly thing, maybe you've tried that, but also try it from the and perspective, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean to go to a to go to Marcon or Gen Con looking for a poly partner, but it does say that you're more likely to meet poly alternative people. friendly and poly friendly people there. Right. So now for me and you, how have we met our other partners? Because I'm thinking way back at the beginning, the first couple we dated was from the kink community. Mm-hmm. Um, another one we dated a actually met her through my spiritual group. Right. Same with same with Karen. Same, same with, Karen. with many others, right? We met same through the with, alternative yeah. spiritual group. I ran a group for a long time and it was very welcoming to poly families and um LGBT LGBTQ and, and yeah and, and ev- you know everybody was welcome so you get exposed to a lot of that. And um yeah that's how we found a couple of mm-hmm. our partners. I found one boyfriend through the podcast. So, oh, yeah. yeah, he sought me out. He was local and sought me out and liked the podcast, and we hooked up that way. So here's two things of how we found people that uh-huh. probably aren't going to work for our average while listener. While we're presenting. Yeah, while we're presenting. <laughs> um, you flirted with someone. I, I'll teach a flirting <laughs> workshop, and it works so darn well that two years later we're still dating. And uh, via the podcast, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, If you're not teaching and you're not te- doing podcasts, then those avenues may not. And we're not saying hook up with people to find a good hookup learn how to you know right. start well, teaching um, big d that i have now you know that was through poly columbus so that was through the poly group so, was that poly columbus or poly dayton no so that was poly columbus okay they were coming to columbus up at the room right so yeah very cool well all right so there's your online options or your offline options. offline your real your uh at, in your on-premises yeah right? yeah real time um if you were going to try and meet people offline, and we had this, a brief discussion about this the other day. Online? Online. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we don't have a lot of experience. We don't have a lot of luck with that. I haven't had a lot of luck, and I've tried a few places. Your best bet from the experience, not only our experience, but from other people's experience who have had good luck, is going to be OkCupid. 
And the reason OkCupid works well is because you can set, as you go through that, you're asked a bunch of questions, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Do you think this is important or that's important? Do you like this? Do you like that? (laughs) And what you do is you focus on those questions that have to do with monogamy. Right. And you can mark those questions that these are very important to you. Mm -hmm. So that when somebody's checking out your profile, they can see your very important questions are those open to non-monogamy. Okay. So I was just giggling over the questions because if uh, when me and Big D decided to have coffee, Mm -hmm. we purposefully decided not to read each other's profiles anywhere. Right. That we wanted to meet in person and get to know each other as people. And um, and because of now I know why, because if we'd have read each other's profiles, we would never have met for coffee. We are total opposites on so many things except Polly. You know, and um, so we probably wouldn't have met each other. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of kind of neat. But it's good to know that you can can set OK Cupid up to, yeah, yeah, focus more on those questions and we the other thing people out. You can do is search for if you're using Google Chrome. Is the there's a, a Chrome extension that I don't remember that, and I can't remember what the darn name of it is. But it's okay, it's an OK Cupid Chrome extension for alternative relationship styles for alternative people, mm-hmm. where you can. Uh, it'll it'll indicate for you people that have alternative views based on how they've answered their questions and such. Okay. Not super sure how that thing works. Okay, I may have to try that out because I'm talking with somebody on um, OkCupid right now. And one of the things that I don't like about online stuff is that I'm a talker, right? So when I fill out my profile, it's like this long, right? You know, mm-hmm. this is about me. This is about me. I like this. I don't like that. Please read all of this so that you're not asking me the questions I've already written down, right? And then someone will say hi, and literally it's a hi. How are you doing? And I'm like, okay. Hi, I'm okay. How hi. are you? <laughs> and then they write back, do you want to meet? And I'm like, what on my profile made you interested in me? And then, you know, so you have to go through all of all of that. And I'd much rather do that in person. Yeah. And, and hopefully you're not going through that if you're reaching out to somebody online. Mm-hmm. Be more inventive than that to actually have read the profile and have something to say about it. Yeah. One of the things that I uh, recommend, <laughs> in, we teach this in the flirting class as mm-hmm. well, as you're going through, when you finish chatting with somebody via online, make the last thing that you send them uh, via, if it's an email or whatever, a um, question that gives them the opportunity to continue the conversation. Right. You and I actually do play that game. We play the the question of the day mm-hmm. in the email strings when we're flirting with people and say, right. oh, by the way, do you prefer cats or dogs? Yeah. So that they have a reason to reply. Yeah. I don't get that a lot when people write me sure. on the online things. It's usually the highs, the one-liners. Do you like anal? I've had that as a first question before. <laughs> Uh, you know, and things like that. So, yeah. So if you're going to do it online, that is actually really good advice yes. is to if if you find somebody on OkCupid or Plenty of Fish or one of, whatever one of those websites are and you actually like what you read in their profile, for one, read their profile. For two, address them by name if they put their name in their profile. I've had people 
ask me what my name is, and it's like the first line in my profile, right? So it tells me they didn't right. read it. You know, point something out in the profile that actually interested you enough to write them. I mean, I really make sure I do that. If I see somebody that I like, that I'm like, oh, they're into Firefly and Serenity and <laughs> Sci-Fi and all like this. I mean, that kind of turns me on. So when I write them, I don't just say, hi, how are you doing? I'm like, you know, hi, how are you doing? Don't know if you're into girls, because it was a girl and it hadn't said on there right. whether she was or not. But you listed some things that I'm interested in, Serenity, Firefly, and I would mention some things about that. And I try not to keep it too, you know, I try to keep it kind of short, but have information in there saying why I think we'd be a good match. Mm -hmm. And um, so it didn't work out. She's not into girls, but she did reply, and we had an interesting conversation good. for a little bit. So, good. But, yeah. Well, there you go. So... There's, so go forth and conquer. Go forth and conquer. Find Meet people, people, let us know so, how it goes. Yeah, there's ways of doing it. You know, like I said, I absolutely recommend doing it in person over online. But some of us are introverts and online's a little easier. And then we just need to make that leap from, okay, I've said all I need to say online. Now we do have to go out for coffee. Yes, And yes. then follow through. <laughs> and do show up if you're going to meet somebody else. Please show up. Yes. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Toss us a dollar by heading over to www.eroticawakening.com and click on the support us on Patreon button. I don't have my notes. It's <laughs> not what you're supposed notes. to say. Right I know. Our end music oh, is provided by Pocket <laughs> Universe. You are currently listening to a song called Whim. The official EA Twatter. We have one now. Yay. Yay. It's Andy. The person we've seen most recently is... Oh, damn it. Sorry. That was me writing that. It says, damn it, I forgot her name. <laughs> just met her at the party. On, um, met her at Seasons Beatings on uh, a couple of nights ago. Well, she's a podcast listener. She's local. So She'll she make local. you pay for that. Uh, that's, well, I hope she reminds me what her name is. So, that's your line. Oh, the next one's mine. The current sender of tentacles is Ohio Hedgehog and Andy. The provider of graphic novels is Johnny Jackhammer and Good Witch of the North of the Sequential Sex Podcast. We get to see them soon. Oh, Chicago should be on our list of what's coming up. And the official food that goes on boobs is... That's your line. Lactating cupcakes. <laughs> Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan. Bye, podcast listeners. Bye.